Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. G'day, it's Trent here, and it is so wonderful to have you company for this brand new 2024 year of Toy Power and episode 342. This week on the show, we're going to jump into the Toy of the Year Awards, and that is the best of 2023. Joining me today in the Toy Power studio, we've got Frank. Hello, hello. Scotty. G'day, everybody. And Ben. Uh, g'day, g'day. And uh, happy... <laughs> Three Happy goodness. New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. <laughs> yes, welcome back. We uh, we had a bit of a break. I know in the past we've done, you know, sort of retro episodes or only had like a week or two off. And this time we're like, we need breathing space before we hit episode 350. So let's just have a Ooh, month off. Yes. That's so, getting close, isn't it? Yeah. 350. But no, had a good one. We've uh, we've done a fair bit of um, traveling around with Jack. We stayed up at Handorf. Uh, which is sort of in the, the lower Adelaide Hills here. So we were five minutes from his happy place in the Handel Farm oh, yes, Barn. yes, lots of animals. Yeah, lots of animals. Three days in a row at, at Farm Barn to the point where <laughs> when they, they do take you out on the paddock and yep. they start telling you about each of the cows. And the th- By the third day, Jack was telling them. Yep. He's like, oh, that's Bruce. He's a Brahmin bull. <laughs> that's Walker. He's the Texas Longhorn. And you had this, this young, this like 20-year-old kid just going, Wow. Like, <laughs> do, do you want the keys and drive the tractor too? I was like, don't offer him that, please. Fantastic. <laughs> yes. well, he's got a job coming up, doesn't he? Yeah. Not far away. <laughs> oh, wow. Go Jack. Go Jack. Yes. Fun times. How was anybody else's Christmas, New Year's, all that jazz? Uh, fantastic. Got some sun. Mm-hmm. Got a bit of, uh, you know, UV to get me through the winter, which is nice. Bit of beach action. A few little getaways. And uh, fairly large toy-related project. Ooh. I know, uh, Frank, we were having a bit of a discussion about you dropped some big dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, you know what? I reckon I can raise you yep. some dollars. <laughs> okay. So I spent, spent over three grand. Okay. Um, I'll get into it maybe next episode. Uh, a little bit more what I've wow. been up to. But okay. it has been a major overhaul of the toy room. Ooh. So not, not $3,000 on an individual toy or toys. I'm trying to okay. think what the height restrictions on extensions at Burnside <laughs> yeah. are. Yeah. Upwards or outwards? Uh, I um, He's now just got them all hanging from the roof <laughs> in order to create space on the shelves. You'd be it's amazed. It's a perfect sound box. I, actually, it, it, um, I had Trenton Barrett come down. He was um, in Adelaide for a medical conference. Yeah. And he came around. And normally when people come around, I'll... I'll sort of moves if I've got lots of boxes lying make around on the floor. I'll make an effort and I just didn't have any time. And we and Trent and I have some very frank conversations about collecting and, yep. and you know, so I'm like, look, he's just gonna see it in its crappy state. As it is. Right? As yeah. it is. And I think he was a bit, you know, like a little bit sort of shocked, you know, like, oh wow, there's just a lot of mess in there. Mm. But went straight into problem solving solving mode and goes, <laughs> you know, this is this is what you do. Just do this. And I put that plan into action. Oh, I've done nice. it. So, Trent helping um, Trent. Yes. Okay. Yep. Trent squared comes up <laughs> comes up the goods. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. Excellent. Well, I only had one day off for Christmas uh, before I was back to work uh, the next day. But uh, I ate so much food, man. Yeah, like, I was in a bit of a food coma the next day. I didn't even need to look at dinner type <laughs> thing. 
Um, but aside from that, I did get a, a three-day weekend and we went up to Victor and things, which nice. was awesome. And yeah, just a lot of family time. I've spent a little bit of time in my tour room rearranging some little things and stuff, but um, nothing to nothing to Trent's, uh, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, vision, but yeah. So I've had some really cool days and uh, I picked up, I've started reading the Jurassic Park book, nice. the Michael Crichton. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is such, I needed something a book to get me off Starship Troopers because that, that <laughs> book is just that the movie is a million times better. Like, uh, yeah. So I needed something to get me off, and I started reading Jurassic Park, and goddamn, it's so good. It's a great book, so, isn't it? So fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I found uh, Lost World at the at an op shop for four dollars, so yep. I've yep. got that to back it up as soon as I'm uh, finished. From so. memory, Lost World is excellent as Ex- well. Fantastic, really, really, really good, and yeah. a lot better than yep. the movie. And and mm. shout out to Dave who suggested uh, I read Congo next as well. Congo is great. Oh, yes. Also, Congo by David Crichton, is, so and Michael Crichton. Yeah, yeah. Michael Crichton, Congo is yeah. fantastic as yeah. well. Loved it. Yeah, so can't wait. So I've got a few, you know, back to reading for the first time in a while. Nice. Um, So it's been good. Beautiful. Uh, Ben said he spent a fair bit of time uh, enjoying and eating too much food. Uh, Joe and I spent way too much time consuming alcoholic beverages. (laughs) Um, We both had sort of two and three weeks off over the period. So we just kind of went for it. Unintentionally, of course. Like no one sets out to just... Start your day of a cocktail, but three days into <laughs> well, we Christmas, here. here we are. <laughs> um, it, it didn't take us long to sort of realise the side effects of drinking mm. so much alcohol. Mm. So, it, in my hand, I'm actually holding uh, some uh, bourbon at the moment. Yeah, uh, this is my first drink in three weeks. Oh, oh wow! So hey. I shut it off when I realised yeah. we were. A little bit out of control, <laughs> and sort of went. All right, we need to dial it back a little bit. Health, yeah. swell, fatness. <laughs> you know, time to sort of bring it back a little bit. Mm. Um, we have fostered a new dog. Oh, oh. Uh, I probably I don't know if I've mentioned this on the on the pod before mm. that uh, we have greyhounds, ex racing greyhounds that we've rescued, and part of what we do is also foster the dogs into our home from the racetrack so they sort of understand what it's like to live in a domestic uh, scenario before they get rehomed for where they're going to eventually end up living. Mm. Uh, We've got one at the moment. He's a 10-year-old, a very playful 10-year-old guy called Tulloch, and he's won our hearts over. How how much room do you have in your house? How many great... like? Fostering is dangerous, number four, right? right? <laughs> I've got as many dogs as you have toys. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would be so... I mean, like, I'd find that virtually impossible not to keep the dog that I've been fostering. It, it's up. tough. Yeah. It really is hard. Uh, we won't foster anymore. Like, four dogs in the house at yes. the moment is... That's capacity. Uh, it's, yep. it's actually yep. over capacity, but yep. we've got coping mechanisms. Yep. Alcohol. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's wonderful. He's such a great dog and he's yeah. just fitted in so seamlessly, so yep. effortlessly nice. that we, we couldn't say no. Oh, beautiful. Love it. Oh, That's amazing. wild. Well done. Cool. Right. Shall we do this? Yep, let's yeah, do this it. This is so quite a list. Oh, so year in review. 2023. So I always like, it's our one, uh, you know, Time to fly the flag of toy power and, you know, really announce what we've done, what we've achieved, so to speak. So last year, 2023, Toy Power in review, we released 48 brand new episodes last year, plus two reissue episodes. We celebrated our milestone 300th episode, which was a live recording, which I'm sure Davey is uh, <laughs> still having nightmares about. But uh, yeah, I think the best thing to come out of that was the footage Anita took yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah. And the, wor- and the, wor- <laughs> the worst thing was all that um, fake moustache that oh, I had to yeah. wear for a whole five P- minutes. Picking that out of my teeth for days. <laughs> mm. 
As a group, we enjoyed interstate hangs with Chris Fresh, more than one visit to Radelaide last year, as well as Dirty Uncle Mitch and Matt Tilio. We enjoyed the company of 17 special guests last year, including Sean Fuster, Chris Fresh, Nick Greenslade, Matthew Rodriguez, uh, uh, Davey Damage, Casey Cumming, Chris Fresh, Dirty Uncle Mitch, Matt Tilio, Colin Betts, Glenn Pluck, Dave Holder, Spin Master Gab, Darren Colts from Dark Oz, Steve Reddy, John Clawfield, and of course, Brendan Crates. Fantastic. Mm. Huge, huge. Uh, we connected all the cables that we could find together <laughs> to record with Davey Damage, Casey Cumming, Chris Fresh, Dirty Uncle Mitch, and Matt Tilio for a grand total of nine Mike host episode. Oh, an incredible feat in on itself, and mad thanks to your mate who, uh, yep. yeah, who uh, you know, sort of technical side yes. of things that gave was awesome. up his night at the Adelaide Oval doing tech support for them to come and yeah, do the podcast. Tech support yeah. for me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, much mad, mad appreciation. Uh, live podcast recording with the audience as hosted by Hack the Dino Crew. Yeah, that was a lot that of fun. That was great fun. Good. Yeah. Arcade. Lo- yeah. Lots of fun. Yeah. That was great. And uh, of course, not forgetting our seventh year of Toy Power Podcast. We celebrated it with a collection photo a day mm. and we reached 77 days in a row of collection photos. So fantastic. Give everyone listening, give yourself a pat on the back for helping us, uh, you know, through another year of Toy Power and we've got a lot installed for 2024. So Beautiful. Yeah. Mm, Mad appreciation. Very good. All right. It's time to get into the best of 2023. As always, we start off with our categories and then we lead up to the Darren Fuel Cell Toy of the Year Award, the one that everyone out there has voted on. Um, and I think these subcategories, it's just for the patrons. Is yeah, that right? So all the, the, all the, uh, the ones you're about to hear are open to our Patreon, so we're going to go through their stuff. But the best toy is global. That's been put out on our socials and stuff, so get some actual d- data in the votes as well. Very yeah. good. All right, who's doing best movie? Do you want me to start us off? Go for it. Go all right, Super Mario Brothers gets a mention from Trent Jones. Godzilla minus one. Good call out. Deep part 10. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem has got a lot of love. Pav Factor does 10 John Caulfield and Fresh. Dungeons and Dragons, it was a surprise. We didn't rate it very highly on our Movies in Review episode when we previewed what we thought of the movies. But that's come the goods with Jay Harps and Malcolm. Um, Suzumi for Zepa666. Couple of votes for Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, BC Talk and Colin Betts. Wonka. Yeah, good choice. Mm. Timothy Chalamet reprising the uh, the Gene Wilder uh, role yeah. that he made famous in um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory from Wilderness Nerd, the creator. Yeah, very, very impressive visuals there from Have Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer from Nick G. Tetris, yes, good call out. Oh, with that's a the, great movie. Yeah, that was a lot of fun from Telio. And Mitch didn't see a lot of films this year. <laughs> I'm sure there's some amazing things that I've missed, but the best cinematic one experience for uh, the Dirty Uncle was Godzilla minus one at IMAX. So wow. big, so loud, so good. Oof. I mean, if you're going to see any film in an IMAX, makes sense. Make it a make it a monster. Yep. yep, monster film. Couldn't agree more. Frank, mm. over to you. Um, I'm going to go the uh, opposite of old mate uh, Nick G here. I'm going to say Barbie. Yeah. Oh, honestly, good. I did not expect to. I was prepared to just go. Okay, I'm going to sit through this because I have a wife. And I actually really, really enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, TMNT Mutant Mayhem was a very close second. Um, but on reflection, I just thought there was so much to really like about that movie. The way, you know, it, it 
it could have stumbled like movies that are based off of like a, a, a toy based property. We've seen that, you know, Battleship and the movie and all these sorts of horrible things. Um, I just thought it was really well done. I don't think you, I really hope they don't go for a sequel out of it because I don't think they will. Man, you're not you, ma- you don't make that much money and don't. Cap, cap, uh, I just yeah. I don't think you'll capture that magic exactly. Again. No, no. Exactly. I thought all the performances, of course, Margot Robbie herself, you know, perfectly cast, and and even you had Simu Liu and um, Ryan Gosling, oh, like a, a, Gosling a stunning cast. Yeah. Yep. Um, and look, I'll be honest. There's a little part of me that doesn't mind a dance number in a movie if it's well done, and you know, seeing Ryan Gosling and Simu Liu try and like dance off each other yep. which was which was hilarious so yeah Barbie nah, good call. gets my vote for me it is unquestionably Godzilla minus one mm. uh, this movie snuck up on me I, I just saw a Facebook uh, notification that the film was about to hit the cinemas and I'm like wow I, I knew it was coming but I didn't realise it was here yeah. I messaged Ben I said brother it comes out this Friday you're in right <laughs> thumbs up from Ben so off we go to the cinema and we watched it and it was just pure escapism. This is a film about a monster that isn't about a monster. It's about the people. It's about the story. Mm. And I found myself so engrossed in the human aspect of the storytelling, I genuinely forgot it was a Godzilla film. Mm. This is the first time that's ever happened. It's always about the monster, the villain, the, the, the kaiju. And you chuck a bit of a human storyline around it. This was insanely good. This was so well done. It's the first Godzilla film to do a hundred million at the box office, right? And in seventy years, thirty-eight films, first Oscar nomination. There you oh, go. Well done, brilliant. There you go. Well done for the kaiju. Well, I think they're doing better than the American. Oh, they certainly are because oh, yeah. they hold the rights. You yeah. know, they, they've got fifty years of uh, storytelling to talk about yeah. Godzilla, whereas the American. Uh, what the travesty that was 1997 one, you know, like <laughs> <Jeez>. the what? <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, someone, a movie that no one has called out, and I'm quite surprised. And I'm going to call it out because it hit every feel in my body, and and that is, of course, Guardians of the Galaxy three. Wow. Yeah. There aren't many films that the third one is still. Top ten, you know, like yeah. ten out of ten sort of movie uh, in in the trilogy, and it tied the perfect bow on the series. Yep. It was one of the few Marvel films that uh, you know was really rocking, you know, yep. really cool and memorable. And for a movie to for me to laugh in, to cry in, to have all the feels, uh, for my daughter to see her run across the um, oh, aisle to need mom. a big hug yep. from mum, uh, it just that. You know, will linger along forever for me. So I, that movie was just fantastic. So that's my, gets my vote. Yeah, oh, very good. Cool. We, we do this thing now. I think we're going to do it next episode where we preview upcoming films. So we did that sort of this time last year, and we called out. I think on the list there was Oppenheimer, and I made a joke about was that you know is that about um, Alan Oppenheimer from Star Wars uh, from Skeletor voicing Skeletor? <laughs> yes, that's right. right. Yeah. So uh, not realizing that it was a Christopher Nolan film. Christopher Nolan. With Denis Villeneuve is is my favourite director, mm-hmm. and as as this thing got closer, um, you know the buzz was definitely building. Mm. You know the Oscar talk, and I've only just watched it fairly recently, and I was just blown away um, by you know the performances, the the story, the scope, and the way he brought you know the Christopher Nolan, um, you know approach to it, just very grounded, very realistic. So that was something I really enjoyed. 
Um, Killian Murphy as well. Mm. He, he's worked a lot with Nolan. Mm. Um, I think my my first introduction really was through Batman Begins. Yes, um, yeah. as Scarecrow, and uh, so they've done a lot of work together. But yeah, I just thought brilliantly done, and a and a topic that's very relevant today. You know, the the kind of nuclear threat, yeah. and the way that it ends on that brilliant, you know, that moment. I don't know if anyone's seen it, but the moment by the the lake that that Oppenheimer has with with Einstein, mm. and you don't know what they've said in that moment. It's left till the end to reveal, and it's a real poignant sort of way to end the film. So I thought it was brilliantly done. Mm. Cool. Beautiful. All right, moving on to the best TV show of 2023. We've got uh, a handful of shout-outs for Ahsoka, Trent Jones, Depart 10, and Malcolm. Uh, the Last of Us by Pav Factor and John Caulfield. The Epic Return of Doctor Who gets a shout-out from Jay Harps. Uh, 30 Coins Season 2. I don't know that one, I'll be honest. Uh, Zeppar 666. American Born Chinese is a touching, fun, awkward teen drama slash kung fu show. <laughs> that's not too often you hear those words that's, together. That's quite a mix. A B- <laughs> BC Talk uh, votes for that one. Uh, Reacher Season 2. That is on my list. I just have not got around to it. Uh, by Wilderness Nerd and Tilo. Uh, the winner for me has to be Silo. Again, another masterful sci-fi full of mystery and intrigue. So says have. Uh, Adventure Time, Fiona and Cake. Wait, <laughs> they did an Adventure Time? Wow. Was that a special? There you I'm go. not sure. I thought <laughs> I thought that was an old one, but anyway. Well, Adventure Time's be... an old show. Maybe yeah. it's, I yeah, thought yeah, it was like done. Maybe it's made a comeback yeah. or something. Uh, Does 10 called that one out. We've got us all curious now. Scott Pilgrim takes off. So says Colin. Uh, Fresh has voted for Warrior, which is Bruce Lee's vision for martial arts in the West has been consistently great. Don't know much about that one. Nick voted for The Bear. That's season two, I believe. Hilarious and heartwarming. Yes, Chef. Uh, Mitch, Ted Lasso. I think season three of that dropped in 2023. Uh, and Tilo with Gen V. He's got a double vote there. Reacher season two and uh, Ooh, Gen V. Good call. All right. Mm. Okay. Was well, that a, a so, typo there, some, Scotty? Some, some pretty poor, <laughs> poor fact checking. <laughs> um, wow, difficult one for me. Two really standout shows. Uh, I've really taken a trip on the Formula One bus with Netflix uh, Drive to Survive. Mm. Yes. Uh, I've always loved Formula One, and this was just a nostalgia trip to reinvigorate that love and that passion for the for the top end of, of car racing. So Joe and I have smashed five seasons oh, of that gosh. in about three weeks. It's wow. been brilliant. It's done very well, isn't it? If you like Formula One, just want a nice highlights package. It's, it's the way to consume it. It's that. It's, yeah. the, it's the season, but it's the behind, characters behind the that scenes, create yeah. the whole drama as well. That's brilliant. Uh, but I've shouted out in the last three years, Yellowstone as my number one show. And this time it is 1883, which Ooh, is the yes. predecessor, the, the, the prequel prequel to Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. It's a miniseries, 10 episodes. Is that uh, Harrison Ford and... Harrison Ford and Harold, Helen, Helen Mirren, Mirren do yeah. uh, 1923. Oh, 1923, uh, right. 1823 oh, okay. is yep. uh, Sam Elliott. Uh, well, isn't he just the coolest cowboy ever to get to see? <laughs> yeah. It is Brutal storytelling. If right. you've ever wondered what it took to set up the frontier yes. to get from the east coast of yep. the United States yeah. to the west coast, yeah. it is brutal television, and yep. it will show you what it was yeah. back in the day. I, right. I watched um, that while I, when I had COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was good. Yeah. 
Um, for me, it's got to be Scavenger's Reign. I wax and lyrical, all that uh, jazz about this animated uh, TV series, very futuristic last year. So I won't go too much into it, but that still blew me away. That is, mm. you know, top tier anime storytelling, so futuristic. Nothing I've ever seen on screen before. The alien presence and things. Just the, it's, everyone's got to check it out. So Scavenger's Reign for me. Uh, thanks, uh, Nick G, for the um, heads up about that one. Mm. Two shout-outs for me. It's so hard to choose. Um, notable mentions of Soka and Last of Us. Love those. Uh, and even got my wife to sit down and watch Last of Us with me. Oh. which And she was hooked. Like, she was just... Um, and that probably would have got my vote if I hadn't played the game because yeah. I knew what was happening. So, it probably yeah, yeah, yeah. sported a bit. So, I'm going to go with Silo. I love that. Great sci-fi. Apple TV. Well done. Brilliant performances. And a really interesting and novel... Um, storytelling approach and uh, yeah that, that gets the pick mm, big year for sci-fi it feels like looking at that list um, special shout out to Gen V and what Tilo said that almost had my vote until I was reminded of another show that is no one has mentioned to this point but that is Good Omens oh yes season yes. 2 yep. Yep. which I thought I was pretty blown away with season 1 and I was like how are they gonna how are they gonna continue this on and season 2 I was just like oh my god Gosh, this is amazing! Like two two fantastic actors in the yep. lead, um, and and as someone who's you know been around religion arguably his whole life, it, some of the the stuff they come up with is just amazing. John, um, is it John John Ham? Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Yep. Who, who shows up as the Archangel Gabriel is just uh, uh, hilarious. Yeah, because he's um, in one as well, season one. John Ham? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yep. briefly, yep. Yeah. yeah, briefly. It's, yeah, briefly. It's it's. It's just really well done and you, you sit there and you often forget you're looking at angels and demons and, and then they just click their fingers and set things on fire and you're like, oh, that's right, David Tennant's a bad guy. Yep, like, yep. Amazing, amazing television and, and yet at the end you sort of sit there and you get you know, all the feels for, for what sort of comes next. Season three, who knows, but yeah. Yeah, it's very, a bit up in the air. Yeah, very hyped for that. Quick question then, Frank. Yes, mate. Joe and I are bogged down halfway through season one of uh, Good Omens. Mm -hmm. Are you recommending we push through? Does it yes. get better from... The end of season one is pretty good. And then because you'll have season two right there to sort of like pick it up. And yeah, the, season two feels like a faster pace. And I think so there's some better writing. And, and again, it's that hold on for the finale because you're like, oh, it's, um, it catches you by surprise. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right, next category is best non-toy category, i.e. a statue, video game, merchandise, something along those lines. Let's kick it off with Trent Jones, My Arcade Retro oh, yeah, Mini Plays. showing that amazing collection, yep. isn't it? He's gone from having none to ten within a week. <laughs> uh, PS5, Spider-Man 2, shout-outs there from Malcolm, Depart 10, and BC Talk. Pav Factor and Wilderness Nerd. PS5 Hogwarts Legacy, that'll oh, be a yes. part of the Harry Potter yeah. franchise. Jay Harps does 10, and Tilo has seriously got it wrong here. <laughs> Legend of Zelda, Zelda. Zelda? <laughs> Legends of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, took, it, it's one of those all expansive yeah, games yeah, that yeah. consumes. Is this where you, someone so was, time. I saw someone building like out of timber or because you yep. can craft. Yep. They built like a Batmobile. 
Yep. Yeah, so like that was quite, you know, and I watched them kind of putting this thing together. It's and then away crazy. they went. No, they probably spent like, you know, half an hour building this thing and then trickled off at a, you know, slow pace. Yeah. <laughs> probably could have just walked uh, walked the distance. <laughs> That's not the point. <laughs> Maybe I need to have a look at this game and see what it's all about. Uh, Zeppa 666, co-model Soul Reaper. Colin has shouted out Total Action Force Volume 2, International Heroes. John Caulfield. I'm going to say either Spider-Man 2 or Baldur's Gate 3. I've heard yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 is amazing. Yes. Pretty much game of the year on a lot of people's radar. Yep. Uh, Fresh is into his Blu-rays and general selection of vinyls. Nick G, Marvel Unlimited is the winner here. Good on you, mate. I agree. Uh, as a guy who loves collecting his comic books, he has found a way to stifle the size of his collection or yep. stop it from growing, but still really, really enjoy the Unbelievable back catalogue of material nice. they have there. Yep. And Dirty Uncle Mitch had to choose between Skybound Transformers comics and Marvel's Midnight Suns on the Xbox. But I have to go with Mid Journey subscription. Oh, yes. Mid Journey. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Mid Journey, for those that don't know, is an AI art generator. We've looked at that for sort of like yeah. school stuff. And there's a lot of free ones out there that are pretty rubbish. But if you want the good stuff, Mid Journey is the one to pay for. And yeah. you've probably seen those posts where we were like, did you know back in 1975 yes. there was a Thundercats movie? Yep. Here's what it looked like. Yep. And they've literally that right? plugged that into Mid Journey, Mid -Journey said... Here's all the stuff about Thundercats. Make it look like it was made in the 70s yep. and make it look photorealistic. Yeah. 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 yeah, they look incredible. Yeah, right. those. Yeah, right. Stunning. Uh, he finishes by saying, I've spent too much time generating AI arts for shits and giggles. I think we need a, <laughs> uh, a mid-journey section on the Patreon page now to Ooh, post, is that right? post some AI-generated yeah. uh, images. That'd be cool. No no, no sh keeping those shits and giggles to yourself, Dirty Uncle Mitch. <laughs> You've got to share that around. 100%. Well, I'm going to vote for uh, our fellow podcaster Dave's video graveyard for my, the calendar, the 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 thing that gave me <laughs> 12 months, 365 <laughs> days of pleasure. Of course, the calendar featuring 12 different uh, uh, you know people, and uh, of course, December did not let me down uh, that that image. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to do it again. It took yeah. a lot of work and things, yeah. but goddamn, that um, calendar is amazing. And I've even flicked it over to back to January for this year, and I'm. I'm I'm going to continue it on. So, yeah, Dave's Your Graveyard Calendar gets my big vote. Thanks, man. Nice. Um, big shout-out to Ollie Jones and the Adjust Your Tracking podcast. I thought um, he did an absolutely fantastic episode of Dave's Video Graveyard. Yeah. And after listening to that, I'm like, I'm hitting up uh, Ollie and his um, film podcast. They do some really, really deep stuff. Um, so that's going to get my... My shout out. Check mm -hmm. out if you love your your movies, and there's not as much um, nudity in uh, in in Ollie's. It's it's a bit. It's not super highbrow, but man, they they've got a lot of knowledge. Um, cool. Really good listen. Um, I'd agree with a couple of the votes there. Spider Man on the PS5, even Marvel's Midnight Suns. I've recently been getting into that towards the end of last year, but it should come as no surprise that Mortal Kombat One was the thing that non-toy thing that sucked up the most time and effort in my life i've probably only just started to tail off now as far as you know not playing it every day um but i'm sure there's dlc releases to come down the line omni man is now available in the oh, game, Scotty. Nice. fantastic like, and he's ridiculously overpowered it's great cool Brilliant. <laughs> like he should it. be yeah <laughs> uh, i want to put a quick shout out to brett and sarah's amazing toy fair that we get twice a year i yeah. want to highlight that in this category here but 
I would be remiss if I did not remind everybody that this past year I got Fantastic Four Volume 1 Issues 3 and four nice. into my collection. Well done. Yeah. Bravo, yeah. man. That is impressive. That's huge. Yeah. Thank yeah. you, Brett. <laughs> yeah, crazy cool. All right. Favorite pre-2020 toy purchase. Did you buy something vintage or something from a few years ago this year? Shout it out. We would love to hear what it was. So starting off the list, Trent Jones. I am trying to collect boxed turtle vans and was able to pick up the 2003 Turtle Battle Shell, a 2012 party wagon and Shell Razor van, as well as a Rise of the TMNT Turtle tank. So that's that, a ri- that hell of rise a, yeah. of the TMNT turtle tank. I yeah. barely saw that. Mm. Yeah, it wasn't on the shelves for very long. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. D Part Ten, uh, Hot Toys, Revenge of the Sith, Anakin Skywalker, oh. Pad Factor, Galoob, Biker Mice, uh, Vinny figure, J Harps. I got my hands on a vintage, uh, I believe, complete Casey Jones. Thanks to the toy power, Santa himself, Colin Betts. How lovely. Uh, Zeppa 666. There are two Met- Mattel Cat Clash of the Titans, Kraken oh and Galoo Black Star um, <laughs> Ice Castle playset. Wow. So that, yeah, well that's, that's incredible, man. Well done. That's He's got an amazing collection. <laughs> BC Talk. I couldn't decide between Tonami Speed Racer oh, yes. with Mark 5 or the Mafex Astro Boy and the Mezco Pink Skull Chaos, Cu- Chaos Club. Uh, Wilderness Nerd, classic Fisto. Wow, he's a badass. And, yes. and oh, yes. beautifully portrayed in uh, yeah. the, the new Masters uh, cartoon. Uh, have I got a Brave Star and Handlebar, which was very, very cool. Malcolm, the Voltron Castle of Lions. Yep. Ooh. Uh, does 10. Instead of one purchase, I'm going to go with the fact that my purchases for the year have me only one figure away from a complete vintage Master of the Universe. Yeah, wow. he's been doing very well, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, picking off a few items. Amazing, amazing. All right, uh, Tilio, the Visionaries complete in box yeah. dagger oh, assault. Yes. So he well picked that one up when he was overseas. Well yep. done. Colin, uh, Takara, Microman, Micro Rocket Base. What a what an amazing thing. Nick G, I bought a ton of Marvel Legends this year. Surely something in there was three plus years old. <laughs> uh, thanks to Frank for the uh, kickoff uh, into that rabbit hole. Well, Nick, Nick is a very much, once he gets started on a line, he's all in. He has to do it. Like, yeah. It's a compulsion. He, he right? started, yeah. I think, just trying to do what a lot of people do, creating that, that recreating that classic 92 <laughs> X-Men. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, you know, there's got a lot more mutants here. Yeah. And within weeks, he was back just going, all right, show me everything. Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right, fresh. I've got, I've got some great ones, but thanks. Thanks, Pav Factor, for the 3030 yeah. from Brave Star was an absolute holy grail piece for him. Amazing. So well done. And great to have the you know, Patreons doing some Discord, dealing yeah. and things. That's amazing. And, uh, of course, Steady Uncle Mitch, he managed to pick up some of the Motu classics and a very reasonable prices in on two occasions this year, Many Faces and a Carded Man at Arms. So Beautiful. Yeah, he's a bit of a fan of the Man at Arms, so well done. Very good. All right, look, I'd, I've got two here, and, and I, I know one, this might um, be a bit of salt in the wound for Ben, but it was an Optimus Prime from the Action Masters line. Oh. Complete. <laughs> I, I've been... I haven't been so worried about the vehicles, but this one came with the trailer and transformed it and yep. stuff and just really, really happy to get little Optimus into the collection. But I have to give a mention, and it is the Santa himself, Colin Betts, who did some amazing Joe figures during the year mm. for me. And and here I've just got a picture of the the big boa vintage G.I. Joe figure that he sent me, oh, complete with the little um, you know mouthpiece that goes in there, the boxing gloves. And well, he, he, comes comes with, he comes with a mouth card. 
No, like it's like oh. a um, little uh, what do you, what do you call it? It's like a little tube that goes oh, right. Connects, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, around. okay. And that, right, that, right. that is often has fallen Missing. off. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, he yeah. comes with a with like a boxing bag, right? You can see there. There's like a little <laughs> yeah. punching bag. Yeah. Yeah. But it was missing the base. So Colin had like created this little wooden base for it to go in, what? custom made, so that it's got somewhere to that stand. Look, and that's you know not just I mean? a, a regular flat base. It's got tears to it's it. It's got tears. It's, it's like being cut properly. It's just yeah. like, that's the level of effort. Do like, it's, <laughs> it's just amazing. Do, and, um, do you know what Big Boa came with in Greeks? He came kangaroo. With a, yeah, he came with a kangaroo. Yeah. So oh, now you've got to nice. hunt that one down. Yeah, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yep. Wow, very cool. Um, I've my sort of favorite pre 2020 vintage purchase. Um, I've got him on the table here. I was going to use this for uh, uh, later on, but I was going to shout out this guy, which is vintage uh, robot robotic, robotic bebop. bebop. This is this was given to me, or I paid for it, didn't give it to me. Uh, loose, complete with the file card. And if you have a look at that chrome, I'll just Jeez. pass him around the room quickly because it just looks. It looks like it's come straight out of the box. I can't. I cannot actually oh. see any signs of chrome wear. Typically, you see it on the on the snout or the extremities of the figure. It looks so shiny and and brand new. And the boys are very gingerly passing that around. Uh, I do have his other accessory as well. I actually forgot when I purchased it that it came with the file card. Yeah, I sort of was more focused on the the quality of the chrome and and that sort of stuff. Um, that was gonna be my shout out. Oh wow! Until the other week. Trent, if you want to open that top drawer. Oh, dear. All right. Jeez. Here we go. Opening the top drawer. Oh. <laughs> Shogun Shoate. Shogun Triceraton. Oh, tri- Shogun Triceraton, yeah. This is already got the other one. You got Shoate yeah, already. Yeah. Just checking what yeah, else is in there. Man. No, no, no. So this, this is one of the way... This is what I was alluding to about spending a yes. stupid amount of money. Yeah. This is one of the hardest to find and indeed expensive... Um, figures in the Vintage Ninja Turtles line. Again, chrome parts. In fairness, he does have one little uh, chrome shin guard that is missing. Oh, it's missing, yeah. I do have... It did come, however, with two out of the three accessories. And from an Australian, no less. So I didn't pay crazy shipping. Beautiful. Um, Got chatting with him. He's a lovely guy. Adam, uh, you might have seen some of the Australian collectors. Adam Cahill is a long-time collector. Not just turtles. He does all sorts of stuff. And for whatever reason, he's gone, nah, selling up shop. Um... Did it a little bit unorthodox where you actually had to go to his Facebook profile that was made public um, to basically and then go delving through. He's got threads and threads and pages and pages of photos and prices. A little bit of work, but when you go digging and you find something like that at yeah. a decent price, oh, amazing. So if you're looking looking for anything in Australia, I believe he's just started opening it up to um, sort of international groups and those sorts of things. Talking to him, he says, look, I realize it's going to take a year to sell this stuff like he's we're talking a collection that sort of rivals Darren's in terms of just the sheer amount yeah, of right. stuff and he's got variety. some super rare stuff yeah. like he's got all the shredders the European purple shredder yep. the black shredder he sold and, the yeah. chef body and the euro oh. shredder to the same guy in America because oh. he just dropped dropped yeah. big dollars for yeah. these sorts of things wow. so crazy yeah Ooh, that Jeepers. is my favourite vintage shout out wow there's Ooh. some really cool vintage turtle stuff isn't there yes that's, there is uh, that's amazing I that that's respect. I, I like it. That is uh, that's great stuff. And and I've never held one or really no, I've seen never one seen one. Post, Me neither. Yeah. But it is <laughs> yeah. it is actually the Triceraton buck. Yep. With armor put on top. 
Yep. So he's got the little bandage. He's got, you know, yeah, you yeah. can see the rip in his pants, just like the OG. But the colour, the green looks really good yeah, on him. Like it's an amazing look. And that, that headdress just changes yeah. it quite a bit. Changes well. That's why I just, I, I thought it was a 100% unique sculpt yep. when I'd seen it from a distance. Because the armour just changes yeah, it so much. that's right. The yeah. armour and the colour. Like it's well, wonderful. Well, you're getting, knocking some off. So, yeah, um, yeah, it does. It, I won't won't get into it this episode because there is a lot to get through. But it does put me in a bit of a, a collecting bind as to where I go from here. So right. We'll we'll get into that okay. in in a future episode. Right. right. Very good. Uh, quick shout out to my uh, Silverhawks buzzsaw that I picked up. Complete. Mm. Uh, that's a drug to get me into a new whole collecting phase. <laughs> that's wonderful. Uh, but. I think I picked up a, a little Godzilla toy <laughs> from Shogun Warriors. I'm sorry, or, little? Yeah, wasn't it? It's pretty large. <laughs> How cool was that then? Yeah, you can't yeah, go past that. that was massive. Finally, bro. yeah, like a, a truly iconic, remarkable, complete, pristine Shogun Warriors Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, so happy. So and good. then you, for you to find that, it, you know, what generation it was and things, it was proper oh, first. Yes, as in yeah. it was mm. like first generation, first, yeah, first build run. from Japan. Like not a not a reissue that came from the States. This yep. is a G1 Shogun yep. Warriors Godzilla. Cool. So good. Yeah, amazing. Nicely done. Okay, I've got two shout outs because I can't contain this amazement in one. <laughs> uh, first shout out is as a whole, I completed my Laser Beast collection. My, yeah. I went out oh. as a goal for 2023 to yep. collect the um, lower 12 laser beasts complete with weapons. I made sure I wasn't going to buy them without weapons and yep. I was able to achieve that. Damn, Tiger Burn was, uh, a, you know, like a nightmare to secure. <laughs> and then uh, it, he eventually rocked up uh, after much um, issues in, with postage and things. So, yeah, mad respect to that. And following on from that, toy pre-2020 of the year for me was, of course, the boxed triple threat snake that Austin yes. was able to secure, had the yes. card back and everything. The um, box is in beautiful condition and uh, just he's, he's my favourite little you know, Battle Beast character. And for me now to have a representation in the, you know, as it would have been sold in Japan yep. mm. is just so, so freaking cool. So a, a beautiful part of history yep. in my collection now. So love it to death here. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Very good. All right. Next category is the best value toy. And Trent Jones says TMNT Mutant Mayhem figures. Great to see new well-priced TMNT Figures back on the shelf, and it was mm. wonderful here in Australia to get such a good run of toys. And yep. um, that's what a movie year will do, yeah. as Scott Knightley always used to say, <laughs> in a movie year. Yep. Depart 10 figure obscura mask of the Red Death. Yes, they keep knocking it out of the park with the figure obscuras. Pat Factor BC Talk have and Malcolm Fresh and Nick G. Mutant Mayhem line as well. Yeah, I thought we were going to get heaps of votes for yeah, that, and yeah. that uh, does speak volumes. Jay Harps and does 10, the Jada Toys Street Fighter. So, yeah, they're, they're a much better value than your Storm Collectibles <laughs> will get you. Uh, Zippar666, the McFarlane Superpowers toy line. Yeah, they're a very well-priced toy line and super nostalgic and going places we haven't been before in Superpowers, which is very cool. Wilderness Nerd, the Indiana Jones Adventure Series. Finally, we get India at six-inch scale, and the figures don't disappoint. Now, they're very nice, and a good selection of characters, too. Mm. Colin for Spin Masters 12-inch DC collection. Tilo Mo- Masters of the Universe Origins Castle Grayscale, he paid 79 That's a good price. Pa- dollars for that. Yeah, that is mm. an excellent buy. Yep. You get a sorceress figure in there, white sorceress. So that is a steal. And John Caulfield, of course... 
the Mythic Legions Duban figure. So look, and I think this is really interesting mm. because it's an it's an expensive toy, but it's good value for yeah. what you get: mm. cloth yep. goods, yep. detailing, paint apps, exactly. all the accessories. So that's really interesting to see that in there, mm. um, in this category because I think it has a lot of merit. Yep. Um, I'm going to agree with the, the masses here. Mutant Mayhem, there's, there's just no way you can, in my opinion, get around that. Even the, the larger items were like good value with the, the van and, and these sorts of things. I haven't bitten yet on the playset, just purely because where would I put the damn thing? Um, but yeah, even the, the large figures that, that started at 50 bucks came down really quite quickly to the point where it's now difficult to find the larger, you know, sort of 12-inch um, size figures. Yeah, Ben's having a look. I did, yeah, manage, sure I did got, manage to get all yeah, four. Good on you. Um, happened, to, happened across the last two at random in like Mount Barker or something oh, when we were up yep. there. Mount yep. Barker came out and I was like, ooh, and Ali's like, we're not here for this. I was like, <laughs> yeah, but, but was we like, are. Is it hard yeah. to find? <laughs> yeah, right, put in the trolley. <laughs> so yeah, that gets my vote. Very good. Uh, Frank, can you just hit stop on the recording before I give my answer? Oh, You've okay. done that? Cool, thanks. Yeah, sure. Uh, guys, unofficially, it's the Ninja Turtles. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got to say, how, how do you go past something for 15 bucks at retail well, that's some just of, so easy to some get? Some of the times they were $10. Yeah, yeah that's know, the sale just, price, $10. Yep. Yeah. It's incredible. And they're bloody mm. amazing at the same time. Mm. Yep. All right, you can hit record again. Okay, okay. Back we're on. back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to vote, uh, seeming though Scott, you know, waved his turn. I'm going to vote for the Mutant Mayhem line. <laughs> uh, yeah, $15 retail, $10. I was picking them up for uh, Davey and Trent and whoever else was asking for them. Uh, you know, to, to, it's just so exciting to walk into a bricks and mortar store and the whole wave is there. Like I could, not yep. just the four turtles, but Splinter, Fly Guy, you know, the things. And then the mutants and things like, you know, I was able to walk into a Target or whatever and they had left the boxes on the trolley and I'm like, mm, I, I'm a <laughs> retail, <laughs> fellow retail worker. I'll just open this with my key and there you go. <laughs> who, who needs all the mutants, you know? So um, it was collecting vicariously, you know, through other people and yep. things that uh, I can't pass up you know what a fantastic movie it was and therefore the toys just did so well and were so abundant uh it was exciting to collect i'm gonna make it four from four hey. uh so i mean we, <laughs> i mean three out of four <laughs> uh, three <laughs> clean, clean sweep uh on on mid mayhem look i i'd say fresh did fresh and uh with his uh, visit to yes. the um, yeah. um, the I guess distributors Head, Head Start toys Head Start toys yep and then uh, BJD on our Patreon page was who who works in retail mm-hmm. connected to Kmart said it's gonna be we're gonna be stocking this in a big way yep. between what Fresh said with Head Head Start yep. and BJD yep. we this is the best exposure for a toy line you can find it. You know, it's been. I know. I think um, Steve Reddy's still trying to track a few down, mm. but most people have found everything they need, and that is just a breath of fresh air yeah. for a toy lo- for toy collectors. Definitely. And and the price. I mean, geez, ten bucks. Yeah, can't even. You can buy like what? Coffee's five bucks here in Australia. Like a coffee, <laughs> I get a small coffee every day, and it is five dollars. Yeah, yeah. Great yeah. value. Oh, very good. All right. The toy that is most fun to play with category tends to be a bit controversial, this, because we're sort of of an age where we should really stop playing with toys. But here we are. 
Trent Jones, The Batman Returns oh, yes. Batcave Lego set. An awesome build, awesome to play with, and awesome set to display. Yeah. Awesome, awesome, awesome. D Part 10, The Figure Obscure Jacob Marley. That just snuck into 2023, but that's an amazing figure. Pav Factor, uh, The Bluey Family House. Uh, not sure on the release date, but my daughter got it for Christmas. We'll take it. That's fine by me. Uh, Jay Harps, I find myself posing slash playing with my wrestling figures the most, so I'm going to go and say Mattel WWE Ultimate Jeff Hardy. Nice. Hmm. Zeppar666 McFarlane Superpowers Toy Line. I generally keep everything in the box, but I'm assuming for these he took them out of the box. BC yeah. Talk, Mutant Mayhem, or the Super 7 Ultimates Shogun Godzilla. My, me and my son spent a lot of time fooling around with both of them. Uh, Wilderness Nerd, Motu Origins. He's a nostalgia win, even if he does still prefer the originals. Have, no, don't really play that much, but had fun trying to photograph the Monkey King, of course, from uh, Figure Obscure as well. Uh, Malcolm, the Transformers Legacy Tarn. Excellent articulation and posability. Tarn's a good one in terms of doesn't that figure, does, or that character doesn't get a lot of love. Yep. Mm. Uh, does 10 Jada Street Fighter posability is out of this world on these figures? I would love to get that. They're not in they Australia. They haven't arrived. Have no. they? No. no. Uh, Tilo, uh, by play, I assume you mean display, which in which yep. case, Ramen Toys Red Gullwing. Yeah, nice. Um, and Colin bets the Blocks Transformers Blind Box Model Kits. Oh, and there's some more on the second page here. Nick G, Jurassic World Legacy Collection T-Rex Escape Pack. Fresh, the Zombie Sailor Toys Bruiser Brody. Uh, John Crawford Mythic Legion's Valiant Knight. Hand candy. I love that description. I've never heard that term. Hand candy. Hand candy. <laughs> uh, fresh a second time for some reason. Toys are for displaying, not playing. Mm. I mean, he's not wrong. But but, <laughs> but he's not right either. <laughs> but I think... Like, can I could... just have my, my Shogun just a bit, a bit further away from the edge of the table, please? <laughs> we'll put him right in the middle. In the middle. There we go. Next to a massive uh... Godzilla figure. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, Scott, my turn. Okay, um, difficult category, but the 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 toy I probably spent the most time playing with, accessorizing, and displaying was the Ultimate Silverhawks Bluegrass figure. Oh, yep. nice! That you know the, the 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 guy with the cowboy hat and the giant guitar. This is a naughty word here. Fuck off, guitar. And and <laughs> with the the effects that flow out of that guitar. It's amazing. It's a stand-off-the-shelf figure. He's right at the front, so mm. he's the first guy you see. I think he's amazing. He's yep. just a piece of engineering delight. Excellent yep. ah. excellent figure. Definitely. Wild, wild. For me, I was looking back through all the toys that I got last year, and it was a standout. It was absolute standout because it was essentially made two toys into one. It was the Master Universe Origins Camo Khan, right? Mm, yep. The reason I call that one out is because it came with two heads. I was able to take the Camo Khan flared head off, off him in package, and I was able to put that on my Camo Khan, giving him that 2000 look. Put the regular head on. Uh, he came with blasters and things that I was able to swap out. He comes with alternate hands, so you can take the the um, nipper hands, the buzz off hands, and make them regular hands if you want. Mm. He just had so much playability. You've got the uh, blue mist instead of the green that came, so you can change it. But you know, because I had Cobra Khan, I was able to you know mix and match the two characters together to make you know the two most perfect versions yeah. of that one. A very vintage esque one. You know, with the 2000X highlighted uh, head and uh, my uh, 
camo Khan that I've just, you know, holy grail vintage one that's just so ridiculously expensive these days that I'm never going to get. Mm. But this is the next best thing I can have yeah. to an official release. And I just, that figure, the presentation of the box, the fold-out card up, the fact, you know, it was he was really elite and everything. It was just perfectly done. Mm. Uh, and um, I'm just so, you know, thankful that we've got him a few times now from, you know, uh, in in the more collector-friendly, you know, lines and things. Mm. So, yep. yeah, really happy. Beautiful. Brilliant. All right. For me, the one I had the most fun with was... Wave one of Formo Toys Legend of Dragon Ore. Um, they're all modular. They're, in mm. fact, they use the the Modulock and Multibot part system. <laughs> it's essentially that exact system. And I just had so much fun changing the parts over. I even realized, I didn't know this when I brought them here and we're playing with them. Karem, who is like the blue genie, his turban comes off. He's got, he's got another little head underneath. He's got a third. <laughs> he's got a Pizza. third. He's got eye. a third eye. <laughs> third eye underneath. Third I haven't eye, actually third eye blind. Third yeah. eye blind. <laughs> I haven't been able to get mine off because it is on super tight. But I've seen photos of that. Nice. Um, but I love the quality and the way those parts come off and connect. Such a simple mechanism, and it is seamless. It yeah. just locks in, and it's beautiful. Uh, the dragons actually. Uh, it's Legends of Dragon also. There are three dragons. They're deluxe Good. figures. They've just announced the first one, Ignitor, for pre-sale. So if you're a, a Legends of Dragon or Formula Toys fan, or if you like any of those 5.5 lines of yesteryear like Master of the Universe, check it out because it is a quality, uh, fun figure. It sort of feels a bit like a bootleg without being the cheapness of a bootleg. Yep. It's a really good quality, well-made figure, but kind of in that bootleg masters. Um, and the vein. dragon like scale, like the figure can a little, ride it sort of thing? Yeah, the figure like, can ride it. Yep. It's it's a little bigger than a regular figure, but when you join all the... It's like modular again. Mm. You can join neck pieces. With its neck fully extended, it stands like really, really tall. Oh, so like, it can stand up on its yes, hind legs sort of thing. Correct. And yep. you can change out the arms to make him like a figure. Oh, so he's got like typical Motu bulky arms. Yes, and then you, <laughs> but then you can pull those arms off and give him like dragon, dragon claws. feet arms. Ah. Put him into beast mode, and then you can ride him. So beast it's sort of that. Wow. Uh, put a chuck modular. a saddle on it. Chuck, yeah. put a saddle on it. Yeah. <laughs> um, in keeping with the the beast and indeed Triceraton theme, I'm going to shout out Necker's uh, Zog figure um, that come out. By far one of the biggest figures. Uh, certainly in the Turtles line anyway, that NECA put out. And look, we've been a little critical in the past on this show for some of the fragility around some of the NECA stuff. Does not apply to this guy yeah. because he's absolutely massive, just such a weight. And look, you're not going to get any like ninja kick poses out of him no. in terms of his articulation. But you know, NECA stuff in the past, I've gone, all right, that's the pose I want, don't touch. And this Zog guy, I, I just like, yeah, I'm going to change it up again. I'm going to, you know, even swapping out the, the hands and stuff didn't feel like any of the pegs were going to break. And he's just, you know, mouth open, mouth closed. Yep. Like, he's just a wonderful figure. I was surprised how much his neck movement was. Yeah. He can really look up and things like that, which you don't get out of such big That's bulky right. toys. The so. amount of articulation about it put into a figure whose, you know, limbs are just massive um, is is wonderful. Mm. Okay, next category is best looking toy. And guys, I've got to say, the year we get around to actually making toy power action figures of ourselves, <laughs> we're winning this category hands down. <laughs> All right, here we go. Trent Jones shouts out Super Mario Movie fire-breathing Bowser figure. 
If he had the ability to sing the Peaches song, it would be <laughs> the perfect toy. Depart 10 shouts out Mondo Panthor. Wow, that is a killer toy as well. Pav Factor, Indiana Jones series, <laughs> yes. Major Arnold Tot. With face-melting action. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful <laughs> stuff. Jay Harps has to go to the final TMNT Universal Monsters by Necker. Uh, the only, the one and only Casey Jones. Yeah. What was the crossover Casey there? Casey Jones as the was Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. Of the opera. Yeah. So he had like the, the half, half mangled. Oh, like, that's insane! Mask, yeah, very, very clever. clever. Excellent, mask. excellent. Yeah. Uh, Zipa six six six, four horsemen, headless horsemen, the spectral green edition. That's the one you've got, Ben. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah very nice. good. Cool. BC talk shouts out. Necker's our figure, absolutely yes. perfect. Wilderness nerd, fire and ice, dark wolf. Bit of a cheat because it's a pre-release. Right. We'll yep. allow it on yep. a technicality. <laughs> uh, have, whilst only on a pre-order, I'm in love with the Kern Ray from the Cosmic Legions line. Mm-hmm. Yep, some great stuff coming there. Malcolm shouts out, Heat Boys cross with Snap Leonardo the Turtle. Mecha is just oh, gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Yep, that's that's nice sort one. of that robotic yep. Mecha. Um, yep. It looks got, like he could uh, be in an anime, but it's yeah. Leonardo. Yeah. He, he just got Michelangelo as well. Yeah, Michelangelo has oh. just come out. Yep. Does 10 shouts out Marvel Legends across the Spider-Verse Spider-Punk. There's no way well. that no way that figure should stand up, but some of the photos I've seen from it are just amazing. Spider-Punk? Like yeah, oh, the, the, yeah the, Spider yeah. Punk, and he's got this super skinny limbs. And you yep. see, they go, how does that figure stand mm. up and stay together? But it looks stunning. The yep. spikes, and yeah, yeah, just a great figure. Colin loves his G.I. Joes. He shouts out the Hazlab G.I. Joe classified his gunner. Mm. John Caulfield, uh, Fure Planet Master Wang. Next page mm-hmm. is Nick G. Star Wars Black Series. Face Tech and Paint Apps making these figures great to have on the shelves. Tilo shouts out the Transformers Studio Snarl, also the uh, the Red Gullwing from our mates at Ramen, Ramen Toys. Toys. Yep. Yes, excellent stuff there. And Dirty Uncle Mitch, he rounds it out with, I didn't buy a lot of toys this year, but he better shout out the Mondo Battle Cat. It cost him enough and it will be his answer <laughs> for many years to come. <laughs> nice. Well done. Well done. All right, mine is none other than the Four Horsemen figure obscura, the Headless Horseman, the Spectral yeah. Green <clears throat> edition, and uh, I'll shout it out more next episode. But uh, I felt he was missing something, just his sword, oh, really? you know, and things. So I reached out to Tilio, uh, to um, uh, John Clawfield, and I said, "Can you help me out with his custom paintwork and things?" And he's just sent me uh, a little package with the uh, sword, flame sword, green Ooh. flame sword, and it it just. It levels up the yep. overall display yep. so much. And, uh, yeah, so I, I'm in love with that. It, I can really see the passion and things for the uh, Four Horsemen in that sort of sculpt and stuff. And uh, from the word get-go, as soon as I saw that release in that green glow in the dark and stuff, I'm like, I have to get it and uh, love it to bits. It's just so, so cool. So, yeah, that's my call. Wonderful. Quote. I uh, read a lot of the Mirage Ninja Turtles growing up, and so when Necker announced the Savanti Romero figure, I was super pumped. Um, got that, I think it came uh, last week, yep. and it is incredible. The the detail on him, and just to have him in a, yeah. in a figure form. Yeah. He's heaps tall. He's heaps tall yeah. compared to the he others. Stands he stands a turtles. lot taller than the Turtles, yeah. Mm. So... And articulated mouth as well. Yes. Um, but like that, some of his accessories, where he's got the Kirby crackle, yep. some of his magic effects just done really beautifully. And the scepter, it's like um, 
if you can picture that time scepter that mm. he's that Renette has and he's chasing, and I think he gets his hands on it at one point, it's like a uh, what is it? Like a it's sand timer, it's an hourglass, but with yeah. like a hand, with like this demon claw, yep. like holding it. It's yep. really really great design, yep. and I love it. Being a, a box collector as well, all um, Kevin Eastman art, original yes. art that he's doing directly for NECA, and yep. just to have that bit of you know the, his Eastman doing his art now. It is just beautiful, just that level of detail. Yeah, so, it's it's not, it's been a long time since I've kept boxes for NECA stuff, but yep. that that is stuff that I just I look. I've always said I'll keep it if it's got good artwork. Yeah, you can't throw that out. Like, yeah, wonderful. Um, look, this is not a toy that I actually have, but every time I see it, I kind of wish I had the space and the money because it just looks so bang on. Um, the McFarlane Batwing, like <laughs> the fact that we ever got that. Oh, in that yeah. that scale, yep. and yes, it's a stupid price, and I know getting it into Australia and where do you put it in most of our toy rooms and stuff, but that's just it's just captured that look wonderfully yes. at a reasonable price point considering the the sheer size of it, and I yep. just think you have that in any toy collection, and that's where your eyes are going to be drawn to. Mm. Like it's just it's a stunning piece of engineering. Yep, not going to well, shout out a, a singular toy, but a toy line. I am sorely, sorely tempted and so far have avoided the, the jump in on Cosmic Legions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you I've and me both. So <laughs> many times. Can I give you a website to no, put you in cannot. your bookmark? <laughs> Do not give it to me. It's called Marksman Collectibles. <laughs> oh, no, I've been there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yes, I've been on their website yeah. and damn. It's and such really a good price. Yes. And, and, and Alan Marks, who runs Marksman Collectibles, absolute legend. Absolutely, you're Bend not helping, backwards. Trent. Bend I, over backwards. I, I was chatting to Dan uh, while we were, we were at uh, Victor, and he's like, "What's the best toy line and things?" I'm like, "Dude, uh, Mythic Legions." Yeah. Like, and they're doing Cosmic Legions. And about four days later, he <laughs> sends me a photo, <laughs> and he's got one of each delivered. Wow. And he's like, "What have you done?" <laughs> so yeah, crazy cool. We are not an enablist podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, moving on. So, biggest toy franchise flop. Of 2023, so starting Trent Jones, the Mar- the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe, uh, lots of exclamation marks. Uh, the D Part Ten Super Seven TMNT, that is quite sad. Uh, Malcolm, Colin, and Fresh DCU Flash in particular, so DC Universe Flash movie. Pad Factor, it was the Marvel with the release of Ant Man. I was really excited for it, and I came out hating it. Yeah, that was like the big temp bowl at the start of the year, like January sort of come out. We were yep. all hyped for it, and we all sort of walked yep. out going, nah. oof. <laughs> yeah, no, it yeah. wasn't Yeah, it wasn't great. Jay Harp's Marvel Legends, I know more people selling them than are collecting them. Almost 30 USD for a figure with maybe uh, extra hands. No thanks. Mm. Zephyr 666, Star Wars toys and shows. Marvel shows, movies, a close second. BC Talk, The Flash. That thing was a mess and put the final bullets into the DCEU <laughs> yep, extended yep. universe. Yeah. Uh, Wilderness Nerd, Star Wars Black Series has really lost momentum with me. Have I have to say that I feel like the Marvel Legends line is running a bit long and many figures feel like they are just being churned out with little consideration. Yep. Does 10 MCU movies and shows have fallen off hard? John Clawfield, Super 7 Ultimates turning up in their droves at bargain prices on places like Big Bad Toy Store, way to kill all future pre-orders for those lines. And Nick G, uh, hard to say, but the Marvel TV shows didn't do it for me this year. 
Telio, my biggest disappointment in a toy was my Super 7 Megatron. Very floppy, scratched up, and a mess of a figure. Uh, Mitch, as easy as it would be to say the Flash, as it was a disappointing mess, but it was an inter interesting mess. <laughs> <laughs> to me, the current MCU is a bit of a flop in that is a bit boring currently. Uh, same can be said for Star Wars. Wow. Interesting. Mm. properties yeah. in there. Yeah, look, I... I, I I loved the Ahsoka series. Like, I absolutely loved it. And, and I, I did say it didn't resonate with everyone, which was interesting. Because um, for me, I'm, I'm pretty picky with my Star Wars now, but I've, I've enjoyed it. So just for the, for the record, I've, look, I've zoned out of Marvel now. Like I, and, and I know, Ben, you called it out as your favourite movie. I, I couldn't make it through Guardians 3. I switched it oh, really? off. I switched it off. Uh, I think, I think and, that's, that's, and I've got to give it another go. But the drunk, the drunk scene with Chris Pratt at the start, where he's drunk and all the guardians yeah, are there, yeah. and they're kind of like, you know, we're here to support you, man. You know, mm. it's just I'm like, this is too, this is that's just too much. Of, yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, dude, there's but, so much. I know, more, yeah. I know. I've heard good things, yeah. but, uh, wow. but but also <laughs> when when you're in a cinematic environment, yeah, you, you can't just get up and walk out. No, like it, it right. has to be a pretty down freaking bad movie. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. And look, that was just I was just annoyed at the yeah. time. Anyway, and <laughs> I, I, but I also think that's the difference between watching something at home versus watching it at a movie. Yeah, you, you've you've paid money to see it at the movie. Whereas at home, you can just get up and go and make yourself, you know, a bowl else. of pasta or something, you know. <laughs> like, you've, you've got all that sort of, uh, you know, things at home. And so you're not near, not always as invested at yeah. home versus... Yes. Yeah, so anyway, give it another g- shot it because another it go. is uh, pretty awesome. Um, look, I, I thought, for me, The Flash is probably the biggest franchise and toy-related flop. It, look, it was just... Uh, what, what it told me was it's no longer enough just to give sort of fan service to something and just, you know, oh, you know what would be really cool? Mm. Put Nicolas Cage in from the, the <laughs> Superman that he, you know, never made. Let's, yep. You know, oh, you know, we should chuck this in, put this in. Yep. The fans will love it. We'll get Michael Keaton. He can do the let's get nuts. Yep. Like, all that stuff doesn't make a good movie, mm. right? Like, mm. I think at the end of the day, tell a good story, make a good movie. Godzilla minus one, like you said. Focus on telling a good story yeah. and the rest will happen. Correct. Right? That's, and, and the toys, gee, they, I mean, I know you've called it, and that, that Batwing it's probably the is exception a beautiful, to the yeah, yeah. beautiful um, toy. But yeah, really like those toys came and went. They're, they're, they're just and what came, what came out was a Batman line for a movie yeah. titled The Flash, right? Yeah, because like, of course Batman's the biggest seller. So yeah. <sighs> that just, speaks volumes of the, the faith behind the, of the toy line in yeah. the movie, doesn't it? Yep, 100%. Yeah, look, I, ha- I had Flash on, on my list as well, but the one that sort of pipped it is uh, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Okay. Like, that promised to be the, all right, we've had Bumblebee. That was that was, that was was sort of on the up and up. That was pretty good. This one, they said, no, nah. they made a big point of saying Michael Bay is not involved and you get, you know, Beast Wars, which for me was, was, a, big, was a big thing. Um, and then to see it, like half an hour in, I'm just like, are you sure Michael Bay wasn't involved? Because it bloody well feels like it. It just didn't do anything different. It was the last act was just a big CG, you know, mess of of whatever Unicron was. Just it was a nothing really. Uh, and then the toys were just they they'd gone back in time to that, um, you know, tr- 2007 Transformers yeah. movie where they were just grey messes. There was no personality to them. I thought I thought the voice cast they had was really decent, but. You know, you can only polish a turd so much. 
um, yeah, that just I was really hoping that this would reinvigorate Transformers uh, in a movie sense. Don't get me wrong, the stuff they're putting out with the, the Legacy and Studio series is is amazing, but that's more geared for people like us. Kids aren't going to necessarily be drawn to that, but they're drawn to the movies. Um, not after this, they're not. No. So yeah, interesting story. I, I Christmas Day, I, I wake up and Callum's really excited. He's like. I bought you a, a toy. I bought you a present. Like we went to, and then he sort of like gives it to me. He's like, we went to the shops and it was like the day before Christmas. So there was virtually no toys on the <laughs> shelf. So this is all I could find. But I got it for you because it was cheap. Like it was $10. <laughs> but then when I scanned it, I realized it was actually $50. Oh. So I opened this thing up. I'm like, oh, what is this? Isn't it really interesting? And it was like one of the Rise of the Beasts figures like yeah. transformer figures like a rhino rhinoceros maybe oh, rhino. Yeah. Yeah, rhinos, yeah. and i and like i opened it and it's like you know he spent 50 bucks you know on this or leanne did <laughs> yeah. he, he got it because it was really the only thing there and he thought he was paying ten dollars for it and i'm like you know thanks this is really thoughtful yeah and then at the end i'm just like i can i return it and choose something else because like, i you yeah. know like i get the context of yeah. you know I, I, it just doesn't fit in my collection. I don't yeah. like the aesthetics. Right. Uh, you, you really, you know, A plus for giving it a good thought. Um, and I picked something I'd much, much rather. But yep. that's sort of, they just, they don't have that design that yep. really speaks. It was, uh, yeah, it was, the, it was every, the design of the toys and just the, the quality of the movie just really, yeah. after they proved they can do it with the Bumblebee movie, I was just disappointed to see that it was back to the same old, same old. Okay, here we go. Star Wars. Oh. Yeah, it's gone to crap, but there's a glimmer of hope. There is potential to turn it around, 100%. The DCU, we knew it was shit to start with. <laughs> we knew it was all over, so I really don't care that it's a complete train wreck at this point in time. But the biggest turd this year is the Marvel Cinematic Universe and all mm. the TV shows. I have 100% checked out. I simply don't care. There is a Fantastic Four film scheduled two years from now. Mm. I don't care. Oh, jeez. I was going to say, Deadpool 3, when that hits, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'll go that. and watch it, mm. and maybe there is a, a glimmer of light there, but for me, too little, too late. There's mm. nothing to look forward to. The, 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 my, my two cents on Deadpool is I, I cannot wait to see it. Yeah. However, I feel like I've seen all the spoilers already. I've seen, you know, Son of Deadpool. I've seen Old Deadpool. I've seen, you know, Wolverine. I've seen everything. It's like, stop leaking all these damn images. Yeah, I, I just, are hyped for it. I know yep. that, but like, I feel like I'm not going to be surprised anymore unless there's some fantastic written jokes, you know, worded jokes and things like that that um, blow me away, like it, like the very first Deadpool mm. did. Everything else is like, oh, there, you know. Well, I saw that coming. I saw, I saw him coming. I knew yeah, that yeah. they were there. Yeah. It just, it's just too much. Like they're talking about X twenty three and everything. It's like, just calm down, guys. Yeah. The internet is all so hyper fixated on that, and mm. it's just you're spoiling too much. Mm. Of all, of all the films that we do not have to hype up to get people foaming yeah. at the mouth. Yeah. About, this is it. Agreed. Yeah, yeah. Leave some mystery on the table for us. Yeah. Mm. That's it, rant over. Agreed, <laughs> agreed. There we go. Uh, my rant is very similar, so I am um, so disappointed with the DC Universe, with James Gunn coming out and saying this is the end and stuff. Uh, I, I've got a bit of um, you know, a, a sorry spot for Fla the Flash movie and things, but Michael Keaton was amazing in it and stuff. But, you know, fast forward to Aquaman and Blue Beetle, I haven't even watched no, them yet, right? No. I'm the sort of person that would be lining up 
first week no, to no. go and see them at the cinema couldn't give two shits about Blue Beetle. <laughs> and that's and that is just yeah, that is just so sad say, yeah, for know, me to reflect on saying and and Aquaman was doomed from the word. Uh, that, that, you I, I know. only watched it just recently, and I won't say I paid any money for it either. Yeah. Um, you're not missing much. Yeah, I know. There was yeah. various <laughs> points where Ali that. and I were looking at it going, "Wait, what's happening? Yeah. How did who what?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so yeah. you, one you forgot to mention, Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Uh, oh, yes. I was yes. on whatever whatever Netflix or whatever. And the little, you know when you you scroll over a movie and it starts playing a little clip from it. Yep. Mm. Yep. That was painful enough to watch <laughs> i had to try to turn that off because it was like <laughs> i'm like do you know what i mean like i went with with anticipation to the cinema to see that first shazam film mm. now i don't even now i just scroll past it i don't yeah. even want to watch yeah. it yeah yeah we, and we got about 45 minutes into it and i just hit stop yeah. And I apologise to Daddy Uncle Mitch, but you know Black Adam had so much, uh, you know, potential being a you know thing going up about you know Henry Cavill Superman and things yeah. like all those sort of things should have come together to be a massive, cool, epic battle of some sort, you know, crossover. And now it's just dead in the water, and we'll be years away from anything DC related that I'll be lining up in the first week to see mm. because uh, they've they've killed the. The hype for well, me. That, that's yeah. what the whole gun reboot is all about. In Still, theory, uh, I'm, I'm. But you're right. It's going to take a lot of. It's going to just need will to undo. Yeah, you just the need to make a brilliant film. Just yep. make yep. a really, really good film. No pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make a, a quick dad joke here. If it's the James Gunn universe, shouldn't it be a reload? <sighs> Boo! Boo! <laughs> All right, uh, this is the biggest toy-related surprise of 2023. Trent Jones, the Flash movie six-inch Batmobile and Batwing. Yes, great call-out. Great to see something awesome come out of such a so-so movie. D-Part 10, all of the NECA Archie TMNT figures. Yeah, and some of those that still haven't come out yet, the um, variant kind of turtles in there, yep. almost like wrestler outfits are amazing. Yeah. Our left field. Factor, the fact we got new biker mice figures and their bikes. Yes. Yep. Uh, wonderful stuff there. Jay Harps does Hasbro calling the Pinkertons <laughs> to recover early release magic cards count as a surprise? <laughs> if not, then I guess how much G.I. Joe we got this year. Yes, yes. Mm. Spot on Zepar 666. It would have to be the premium DNA Madball figures, and they are an absolute treat. Very large. Yes. Very bulky figures. Mm. If you get your hands on them, they are amazing. BC Talk, they announced the first Fright Features Real Ghostbusters are getting a re-release after I mentioned them on Toy Power. That was very, <laughs> very fitting. Uh, Wilderness Nerd, still no Toy Power host custom <laughs> figures. Yep, There Dave, it is. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> Davey, don't, don't remind Davey. Have the Monkey King. Yes, by the Four Horsemen. It was a big surprise. Bit out of left field. Malcolm. Transformers Legacy mm. Ma Magmatron. Yep. Um, does 10 Necker Ben Cooper Halloween mask, kids. Yep. I never imagined I could collect my childhood Halloween costumes in the form of a toy. And that's a big deal. We probably don't get those masks so much no. here, but yep. they are super iconic. I heard the um, the guys over at the uh, yes, have, yes, have uh, some uh, and the Toy Anxiety, anxiety chatting yeah. about that. And there's a real nostalgia for those, for those different masks. Colin... The Marvel Legends Crystar, yes, that was a very, very welcome surprise. And John Caulfield, the figure, Obscure Monkey King as well. Anything else on the... Yes, Tilo, the ever-increasing cost of plastic crack. <laughs> yeah, well, 
Is it a surprise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, surprise? Well, yeah, it's not fun when it hits. Uh, Nick G, the $10 Mutant Mayhem figures, even at $15, they were a steal. And second, getting two episodes on Toy Power. That's very sweet, oh. Nick. Thank you very much. We loved having you on. And Fresh, the major wrestling figure podcast, releasing their big Rubber Guys line of LJN-style mm. wrestling figures. That was cool. I saw uh, Fresh's post on that, and they fitted in seamlessly. Yep. It was like, it looked um, just like an LJN. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really cool. Designed, designed to fit really well. Yeah. Yep. Well done. Um, I'm going to go with one that was called out there, the Krista from Marvel Legends. Now, Marvel Legends got a bit of heat in our previous topic about a bit of a flop, you know, figures put out without much consideration. I feel like all that effort got sucked into that Krista figure because it just, everything about it, The I mean, translucent toys we know sometimes don't come across very well because you can see the joints and stuff i just thought it was a stunning looking figure and i'll be honest i didn't know a lot about krista when i sort of saw it but the more research i did into it i was just like man this is an inspired pick like um it's really really and well executed as well yeah that's my my choice uh for me it was the mezco 112 dr doom figure that uh Mm. that was released i put a pre-order in for that which promptly got cancelled damn it (gasps) Um, I'm really, I, I had no idea this figure was coming out. I probably should have figured it was on its way when the Fantastic Four was uh, announced nearly three years ago, but instantly wanted it, had to have it. Uh, I'm desperately underway trying to find a way to get uh, that toy into Australia because mm. it doesn't meet our import regulations. So yes. Button batteries. Button yeah. batteries. Apparently adult collectors are known for swallowing button batteries. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Just Pe- like any good four-year-old. Yeah. Yep. Pe- people yep. still come into work looking for uh, uh, you know, the candles with the lights on them. Yep. Like, you, we haven't been yep. able to get them for years. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Why do you think you're going to be able to get them now? Like, yep. Anyway. Whatever. Um, moving on, mine w- it was the McFarlane uh, fighting the Frozen subline, the Batman uh, in particular. So you had Batman, the uh, Mister Freeze, yep. Robin, um, Batgirl, and things. Walking into Zing, I think I pay- I paid you know a lot more than I should have ten dollars or whatever. Then I, I could have got it elsewhere. But just seeing that figure on the shelf, I'm like, man, that is instant buy. I've seen a couple of pictures. Of it, and I thought they were customs, but yeah. walking in, didn't even know it was sort of uh, released in Australia. Instant buy, and it exceeded my expectations in hand. I put it with my Master Universe figures, and it is much more detailed. It's actually bigger with his horns. Uh, he actually stands taller. He is so barbaric looking and stuff. He's just one of the coolest figures out of left field that I never knew I needed in my collection. And I just, uh, I'm so, you know, welcome that I found it and uh, grabbed it. So love, love that figure to death. Yeah. Look, for me, it's sort of these, um, the likes of the Biker Mice and the Premium DNA, Nasil Company, doing some stuff. And I think the the win probably goes to Nasil with their Sectors line. Yep. Mm. This is what, the Zika toys should have been, in my opinion, you know, perfectly blended with the originals, but then also updating the, um, you know, getting Aesthetics. us new, new, what? new. Well, new, they look, they yeah. look the same. Yeah. They fit in nicely, yeah. but they're giving us new, never before released yeah. characters. Yeah, and and well. also, so I got my Stellara just after. Uh, I got it in the new year, so it doesn't count for the twenty twenty three. But, like, it's got extra joints and things that the original ones don't have, but yep. they're seamless. They're hidden. Like, they're yeah. hidden perfectly. Like, yep. you know, like um, foot rockers and things. So I can I can adjust the uh, angle of her boot and stuff. And she is 
almost more chrome than my original ones. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, man, I want to give my original ones a polish because she's just yep. so beautiful. The, the, the paint app on that Stellara, the, 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 the different tones of that chrome, yeah. Yeah. the way they've done it is just beautiful. But it looks vintage at it the does. same time. Oh, it's it so. seamless fit. And uh, yeah, it just looks like I've that one's a brand new versus the other ones are yeah. a few years dusty. Yep. That's all. Yeah, very cool. Uh, is this me? Yep. Yep. All right. This is the best oversized slash giant or slash builder figure toy um, for 2023. Trent Jones kicks it off with the Flash uh, movie, six-inch Batmobile and Batwing from the Todd Father. He's got a couple of shout-outs for that one now. Um, D-Part 10, the Mondo Panthor gets another gong. Pav Factor, Jurassic World, the Hammond Collection, Carnotaurus, if I've mm-hmm. said that yep. correctly. Jay Harps, I didn't get any big figs or builder figures this year, but one I'm looking to get is the Mutant Mayhem Superfly Whale because he is both hilarious looking and kind of scary looking. <laughs> uh, yes, very scary looking. Uh, Malcolm and BC Talk agreed on the HasLab Proton Pack. What an amazing piece that is. Definitely classes oversized if you can wear it. Uh, Wilderness Nerd, the Grail Cup Table from the Indiana Jones Adventure Series. A great shout out. Sensing a theme with all of Wilderness Nerd, Nerd's pick, by the way. Um, have the oh, yes. Bowser Lego. Oh, that's a that's great, a great build. He yeah. looks so good and super iconic. Does 10, the Super 7 Cats Lair, of course. Colin Betts, Transformers Generation Select Omega Sentinel. How do you make Omega Supreme any more supreme? <laughs> you paint him white and blue colors, mate. Um, Yes, agreed. Uh, John Caulfield, the Cosmic Legion slog. Yeah. Oh, that's such a, that's cool a cool, figure. cool figure. That's the one. I'm looking at Scotty. That's the one that nearly gets me every time I hover over that yeah. that order now button. Yep. Um, yep. Mitch with his uh, wonderful Mondo Battle Cat milking this baby as much as I can. <laughs> Tilo with Transformers Stunticons, obviously combined into Menasaur, I'm assuming. Yep. Uh, Nick G, Marvel Legends, The Blob. That's a cool figure. Fresh, since I received it in 2023, <laughs> it has to be the Super 7 Thunder Tag that I really don't want anymore. Yeah, that's... Uh, Ouch. It's not... I it's, a, it's a reality factor, isn't it? It, it is. <laughs> I, I, feel that I feel exactly the same way with this thing. You know, you see it, yep. you go, this is great. i got to get it. I'm collecting the Thundercats line. I need this in my life. Then it arrives and it's as big as this table <laughs> and you go, what am I going to do with it? Yeah. Where do I put the thing? It's the yeah. reality sinks in. Good luck me finding a spot for that bloody cat slayer. <laughs> well, you've, you've stolen my joke, but anyway. <laughs> I was going to call where, out the Where are you going to put a tourney in? <laughs> <Trent. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Is that this year? Three out of four of us have that problem coming shortly. <laughs> is it turning this year or it's, 25? No, it is like literally in the next three months. Oh, it's wow. Drop. It was okay. a future me problem. That future me is becoming more like <laughs> now. Me. Yes, <laughs> the future. Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm, I might be stealing Ben's thunder here, but I'm going to quietly mention the Paluto figure that came out. Yes. Bonkers. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Uh, for me, on the table in front of me, from Super 7, Ultimate Toho Wave 3 Destroyer figure. This guy looked great in the renders. When I got him in hand right before Christmas time and I picked that box up when it still had the slip cover on it, I'm like, damn, someone put a brick in this thing. Way too heavy. This is seriously the most solid, bonkers, insane figures I have received in quite some time. He is covered in spikes he yep. is covered in hard shell metal plates 
He has a huge horn on the top of his head, wings coming out of his arms. He is the perfect representation of the monster you get on the screen, and I am in love. <laughs> it's a beautiful figure. Yeah. They do their monsters so well. Yeah. Super this one in particular yeah. is just, they've knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and articulation to boot as well, mm. which yeah. is extremely impressive for a figure this size. Yeah, of course, mine is none other than Paludo from the Toxic uh, Crusaders toy line. Uh, Ish, Ishma, Ishman, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, Justin Ishmael. Uh, he, um, you know, was able to produce it with the uh, sign-off from uh, the Toxic Crusader guys. Uh, the original producers got the... all. I, I, we've already waxed and lyrical all about that, but I, it, it's just such a freaking amazing figure. I love it so much. I, there's no way I could get rid of the box. So the box is, you know, sitting proudly in another spot where I look at it every day. And yeah, it, it's just so fan perfectly, yep. you know, representation. Uh, it's just such an amazing figure that I never th- even considered I'd, I'd own, um, you know. And here we are, 2024, and I've got it last year. So, yeah. so, so excited. Yep. That was my call out. Thanks for Ben for hooking me up with uh, Paluto. Um, I I only just opened mine today. Um, I'd seen Ben's, but it is amazing. Yeah. So bring on that nostalgia of unproduced toys. Yes, man, it yep. just hits in a different way. Now I can finally get my hands on it. So <laughs> yep. even if I don't, even if it's as big as a Thunder Tank that you yeah. don't really you can't fit anywhere, <laughs> or a cat's. Well, you you could park the, the Thunder Tank in the cat's lair. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon. <laughs> You don't seem confident. I've got actually. I've I've created a lot of space, which I talk about. <laughs> oh, I'll talk about okay. next episode. Okay. <laughs> All right. Best overall toy line as an entirety of 2023. Here we go. So this is the second to last category yep. now. Second to last. Oh, exciting! So we go time. Be- yep. best toy line, then we go to best figure. So yep. here right. it is. The Here big we go. Guns. Here we go. Trent Jones. Does 10 and Fresh have shouted out the TMNT Mutant Mayhem line, D Part 10, Four Horsemen, Figure Obscura, yep. uh, Pav Factor, and Wilderness Nerd have shouted out the Indiana Jones Adventure Series, J Harps. It's going to have to be a tie between G.I. Joe and Monster High. Very good. Z Part 666 has shouted out Mezco Series uh, 112. Uh, I'm all in on this line. It is new. I am loving it. Kind of got to agree when I finally get my figures. I'll be in that vote as well. Uh, BC Talk, GI Joe Classified Outback. Picked one up on a whim during the Black Friday sales. I had so much fun photographing this guy, and it is a renewed interest in the line as a whole. I even brought uh, the earlier Tiger Force variant. It's just a great-looking, great-posing, fun figure. Uh, John C. and have shout out the Cosmic Legions, a great series of figures uh, showing that you don't need a tie-in uh, for a comic, TV, or a movie. I love it. It's probably, is it like John Caulfield, you know that meme where there's that superhero and he's choosing between the two buttons? Mm. <laughs> One, one's Mythic <laughs> Legions, <laughs> one's Cosmic Legions. <laughs> <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> it's like that taco advert. Yeah. Why not both? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. He has both. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Spider-Man meme where they're, they're both, yeah. they're, all three of them are just Mythic Legions figures. No, you. No, you. <laughs> yeah, no, you. Right. <laughs> Malcolm shouts out Transformers Legacy. They just keep bringing out great stuff. TLO, also with the Transformers, oh, the yep. uh, SS86 Studio Series line. Nice. Colin loves his G.I. Joe Classified. Yeah. Yep. Nick G, Star Wars Black Series. 
when you look at the list of figures that have arrived in 2023, there was a ton. Sure, there were a lot of repaints too, but there was a ton of quality. Naysayers, be gone. This is still the peak of Star Wars lines to collect. <laughs> and Dirty Uncle Mitch closes us out with Masters of the Universe, the Masterverse line. Good calls, good calls. Man, I'm gonna have. It. I'm gonna go for McFarlane Superpowers line. I freaking Man, love that line. That's a good show. Even though I'm only really collecting the Batman characters and yep. stuff, mm. I collected quite a few, and it really, um, you know, strengthened my superpowers shelf. And uh, at that price, uh, they're putting out some really cool characters. So, yep. um, really enjoying that line. For me, it was NECA Ninja Turtles and specifically the comic book inspired line. Um, I think, you know, that the, the Zog you mentioned before, yeah. the Savanti Romero, there's just some beautiful, the splinter they brought out. Yeah, that was cool. Oh, man. I just, everything I see, I love. And when I get it in hand, it is just executed really, really nicely. Mm. Um, so yeah. Did you get the mutant shredders with the forearms? He was wicked. Um, and oh, the you mean the coloured ones with the the three? No, they, no didn't they? Three? Didn't the um, maroon ones come? Yeah. So there's the Goro shredders up there. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but that came out last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah, yeah. So that's a comic book line. So yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. worth calling out. Yep. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. No. Look, I I I, I really agree with that, Trent. Um. Ironically, I'm going to say this, and I don't have a single figure of this in my collection. But the more research I do, the more I'm probably going to fold Cosmic Legions, yeah. man. For a, for a brand new property, in essence, it's not a Turtles, it's not a Transformers, it's it's its own thing. Yes, there's probably some sharing the technology, if you will, with Mythic Legions in terms of where it comes from and part swapping and and everything the Horsemen have learned to this point. It just looks amazing, yeah, and insane. and now I've actually started reading the lore on the website. Now, <laughs> I, now I'm just like, oh crap, John! Help! What, 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 what have you done to me? <laughs> hey, can I suggest a good website for you? <laughs> Marksman, book, do, bookmark do you get this. Paid? <laughs> Is this a no, commission? I've just had such a great experience <laughs> with them. So. Yeah, nah, wonderful. That's where I've got my figure obscures from. So yep. Hmm. Oh, here we go. This All is right. it. This is the big one. The best overall toy line as an entirety of... Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. We just read that one. <laughs> again. 2023 Darren Filsell action figure of the year. So this is for everybody. This is absolutely this is phenomenal. One. Okay. Starting off, Trent Jones, McFarlane, six-inch Keaton Batman, along with his Batmobile and Batwing from the Flash movie. Oh, you got to pick one, Trent. Come <laughs> All right. D part 10, the Jacob Marley uh, from Figure Obscure. Pav Factor, Marvel Legends, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, the Tobey Maguire yep. edition. Nice, yeah, nice. Jay Harps. For the second year in a row, I have to give it to NECA with their Universal Monsters. Well done. Uh, Wilderness Nerd, Last Crusade, so Grail Knight, India. Sorry. Casey, sorry, Casey Jones. Of course. Yeah, yep. for that one. Love, yep. Loves Casey Jones, doesn't he? All right, Wilderness Nerd again with the um, Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah. uh, Last Grail Crusade, Knight. Grail Knight yes. from the Adventure series. Have, without a doubt, the Monkey King from uh, Four Horsemen is my top pick. Uh, Malcolm, creeping in at the end of the year, Haslab Deathosaurus. The uh, was really looking forward to, to this, and the robot space chicken does not disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does 10, Jada Street Fighter Chun-Li, amazing head sculpt on a $25 figure. Personally, I think it looks better than the SH Figarts version. Mm. That's a huge thing Good for call. you know yeah. a third of the price. That's it. 
Colin Haslab G.I. Joe classified Cobra Hiss. Yeah. And he goes on and on and on about the hiss. Um, <laughs> Why wouldn't you? <laughs> beautiful hiss. <laughs> That's it. Fresh, big rubber guys, demolition axe and smash. It was like being the kids in the 80s again with these, uh, you know, throwback to the whole LJN and the WWF, uh, you know, wrestling thing. Mm. Uh, John C., uh, figure obscure Monkey King. What an amazing figure. Tilio, the Transformers Studio Series 86. Ultra oh, Magnus. Yes. He is just super beefy. Beef, beef, yeah. Nick G, Darth Vader's The Jewel's End from Obi-Wan's Subline. The greatest Star Wars TV moment recreated as an action figure. Mm. Uh, Mitch, he has to milk it again. <laughs> it is, of course, Mondo Battle Cats. <laughs> All right, so these are now the non-Patreons from all around the uh, uh, web pages and things. So Ryan Davis, Mondo Battle Cat for me, uh, Des- Denesnos, uh, Heat Boys Team and T, Two Home Runs, and Aikido Team and T yeah. as fun yeah. as it gets. that's a good call. Uh, Mark Stur, a Jade Toys, Universal Monsters, The Invisible Man, and Masterverse, Too Bad, and McFarlane, Page Punches, Barbarian, oh, there gets a Batman. Yep. There go, Woohoo, go. good on you, man. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin Anderson, Four Horsemen, Figure Obscure, Sun Wukong, The Monkey King, The yeah. Paint and The Sculpt, and everything about it just hit it out of the ballpark. Uh, Geoff Chapelow, uh, uh, Necker's War Duke. Nothing oh, else yes. beats it this year. Yeah, and he cool. went all around America. So that's uh, nice. picking up lots yeah. of toys. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, Kyle Watay, uh, Vulking with Astrobots. Super articulated and fun play with, uh, has four arms and can add drills to the two big arms. Love the comics and love the toys from Simon Furman. Nice. Uh, Kyle Macker would have to go with the Fans Toys MB19C Huntsman. That is, of course, uh, M- Masterpiece Generation 2 Predator from the Transformers line. I know this is third party, but it hits the nostalgia button for me massively. And I doubt that Hasbro and Takara are going to nah, get around nah, to G2 right, anytime right. soon. Uh, Daniel Novik, I really dug Mr. Freeze from Fighting the there Frozen. You are. Uh, Steve Schultz, the spleen from Mystery Men. Who did that? I'm not sure. Yeah, right. I didn't know that was a figure. Yeah. There you go. Or, or was it from that your, you know, that um that little three and a half inch, you know, Kenner superpowers style toy line? You know, um anyway. Yeah. It might have been from that sort of uh, reaction style. Right. Maybe I'm just, yes, I'm gotcha, just throwing gotcha. yeah. Glenn Lewis, for me, it was Studio Series 86 Ultra Magnus. The G1 resemblance and engineering is sensational. Nice. Justin Fedrick, I have become obsessed with all the Disney Microverse figures. Mirrorverse. Mirrorverse, sorry. Uh, Especially the Hook and the Melissifant. Jennifer Macy Spikes, Mondo Panthor for me. Uh, Tim Clow, Boss Fight Studio Suzuik Warriors, deserve a shout out for their neon retro colors, plentiful accessories and all that. Um, and yes, he's waiting on the uh, Toy Power podcast uh, figures. I think he's wrote down the bottom there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Dole Fan what do, Club. What does he need still? Uh, us as figures. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, dear. It's, yeah. it's getting so, traction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan Dole Fan Club. Mezco oh, Eric Draven, the Crow figure. Yeah, I've heard mm. the good things about yep. that one. Sharon Spool Art, the Cosmic Legions Canox Vull with honorable mentions McFarlane. King Me, Kingdom Come, uh, Batman and Jada Ch- Toys, Chun-Li. Mm. Den's Toys, the NECA TMNT Adventures, Top tick, Pick Man Ray. And Awaken Ned Matt, uh, J- Jada Toys, Fighter Figures, especially Chun-Li. Chun-Li gets a lot of love tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, of course, rounding it out, the Dark Bulb, Mondo Masters of the Universe, Panthor. 
Got very one good. last entry that's come in very, very late. My good mate, Victor Hugo, shouts right. out Heta Toys, Leonardo Mecca. Yep, yep. there you go. He's got a few votes as well. <laughs> nice. So what do you reckon there? The the Just summing that up, Four Horsemen <clears throat> and their figure obscura is yep. getting a lot Huge. of love. Yep. That Chun-Li. Chun-Li. Chun-Li from Jaded Toys. That's good. I like that. A nice... Mondo Panthor Man, Battle yeah. Cat. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, they're that's, out of this world. Mitch, like, yeah. yeah. There, there were a few. <laughs> there, were, well, there, were, there were three. I think what two. Yeah. Yep. Two yep. Battle Cats and one Panthor. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So there's some some themes there. And the uh, we've got a few of the um, Mecha Leonardo. Mecha? Yeah. Yep. All right. Interesting. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Mine's not on the list. Uh, <laughs> yes, neither I'm, is mine. Actually, yeah, mine no, hasn't been shouted out all night. All right. Who are we starting with? Yeah, mine wasn't shouted out either. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Well, what I, do you want to finish? I, I'll start us off. Um, you, you get a bit lost sometimes with when these things come. Like yeah. when was it? But Fair. I, it arrived for me in 2023. It was the Super Seven Ultimates Monstar from oh, yes. from Silverhawks. Hell now, yes! I was really excited by the pre-transformation Monstar, but lining them all up, the the monster Monstar, yep. the big in one the yes. in his armor. You know, I mean, I love the LJN toy line. Oh, sorry, the Kenner toy line for Silverhawks. But gee, what a difference it mm. makes. You know, they don't have to worry about the head transformation feature, so they get the head sculpt right. And he's beefy as he is ginormous. I hear you, brother. That is what made me purchase all of Frank. Yeah. <laughs> That's a stand-out figure. Yeah. If they did a fundraise or crowdfunding for the squid, would you buy it? <sighs> Knowing what I know about my Thunder Tank, <laughs> I'd probably prefer the smaller Kenner size one because it would be, it would be the length of this table, to be honest. Yes. But I, look, I, I love the squid. The design's yeah. great. And look, the vintage one's pretty pricey. Yep. Mm. All right. Um, well, the one I would shout out, it, look, it's a bit of a cheat because it's actually four. Or is it four? It has been sort of mentioned as loosely in the, uh, the line itself got mentioned. But the Jim Lawson Ninja Turtles yes. four pack that had the boys all in the red mask looking straight out of the comics I grew up reading. Yep. Absolutely wonderful. And if you look close, like people go, oh, it's four of the same figure just with a different head. It's actually not. Like there's there's different sculpting. You know, Raphael's got more scratches than the others, for example, and stuff. You know, the hands that just give it that posability. And for figures that look much more chunky than your typical, um, you know, sort of your Marvel Legends, Star Wars type stuff. They can get some amazing poses out of them. The weapons are all on point. Yeah, the box is another one of those. You cannot throw it out because yeah. you've got this amazing art on uh, the front of it. Yeah. Just hit so many nostalgia buttons. It was a modern toy, but I still just went, wow, I feel like this is this is bringing back those, yeah. those memories and hitting the endorphins really well. Nice. Beautiful. Love it. For me, it was uh, Super 7's Ultimate... Godzilla, but done in the uh, as he is on the comic book uh, cover for the Dark Horse comic from sort of twenty years back. Mm. So this is a repaint of what came from the Wave One Godzilla. Oh yes, yep. done as the as he was on the comic book, uh, drawn by Arthur Adams. Uh, it's an iconic comic. It's got the blood and coming out of his nose uh, and out of his mouth. Uh, earlier this year at Supernova, Arthur Adams was here. And I took my comic book along nice. and I got him to sign it. And literally within two or three weeks of, of that event, it was announced that this figure was going to be released as an exclusive at San Diego Comic-Con. So bang, place a pre-order. Yep. It turns up and surprise, 
there is a small accessory in there. Right. It's a human figure to hold in Godzilla's oh. hand. It's Arthur Adams. Oh. <laughs> um, Lovely touch. It, it, honestly, it came out of nowhere, and it's the perfect representation of a comic book cover. I yep. love yeah. it. Mm. Oh, beautiful. Amazing. 100%. So I'm going for another Super 7 Ultimates uh, toy, and that is, of course, my boy, the Radiation Ranger. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I bought two from the get-go, and it just hit all the nostalgic uh, you know, points. It is a perfect upgrade representation uh, to the original ones. Got heaps more paint apps and things. The uh, posing of those characters, you can get really... I love it how you can get the um, SWAT team type thing. You know, he's holding up his uh, shield to defend his you know, body and things, and then you've got the gun pointing over the shield. It's just so cool. And then I got two bites of the apple the, uh, last <laughs> year because I got the exclusive yeah. uh, glow-in-the-dark one yes. as well, which is just equally as good. Uh, and, um, you know, i just uh, very thankful that this line, you know, air quotation marks, is continuing. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but let's see some different characters rather than just, uh, you know, Toxie in a, you know, yeah. in a, um, a, a flag-like colour scheme. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I've, that is, if, if, if the line doesn't go forward, I've got some of the best figures, yeah. I think, uh, that one can ask for. And I'm very uh, appreciative of that. So, yeah, mm. definitely. Thanks, everyone, yeah. for getting your votes in. It's really Ooh, good to hear from massive. you. Really, really great to see what you're loving and, and what's resonating with you. And so there's no, diverse. Yeah. There's no wrong answer. Yeah, a lot of range. Right? It's yeah. just great to ex- experience what you guys are loving. And, Scotty, thank you very much for collating yeah. and doing a lot of the, the back-end work to make that happen. Brilliant. Any last-minute shout-outs for this one? Oh, it's good to be back. Yeah, It is good. Hell yeah. We are back. Yep. It's going to be good. Yep. Got some got some stuff lined up. Well, next week we're going to talk movies. We're going to give our predictions yes. for 2024. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to drop, I'm going to give a bit more information on what I've been doing. Is it up? Is it out? Is there, oh. a, little, is there a little bubble in the basement? Well, he said he created space. Maybe he sold everything. Did I get a TARDIS? <gasps> Maybe the kids have moved out. And, uh, <laughs> hey, ten's not too young to move out. And some uh, countries, that's working age. Yeah, yeah. That's a good coal mine. Go on. <laughs> and also, guys, uh, yeah, I've uh, got a package uh, from, I alluded to, from uh, John Caulfield, and that might get you a little bit closer to wanting Mythic Legion, as oh, Cosmic Legion. So, oh. yeah, I'm wearing the shirt tonight, and uh, we'll talk about that it's more. It's going to be an expensive uh, year, Scotty. Yeah, yeah, maybe, ben, maybe we ben should ben buy a collection uh, in time, Sherry. <laughs> ben is sporting a Euro Legion's yep. podcast T-shirt. Yep. With, the, little... with the wallet crying. I love the uh, <laughs> That's their logo? Yeah, oh my yeah. God. crying wallet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so listen out for that. Wonderful. Wonderful. All right, all right. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Toy Power. It's great to have your company as always. Thanks again to all our patrons for your ongoing support and chatter on the Discord. Stay safe, take care. Happy 2024. Hope it's a great year and you can tidy up some of the loose ends in your collection. See you around the toy aisles. And until next time. Good journey! You can find the Toy Power team at all the usual online places. Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us toypowerpodcast at gmail.com Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. <laughs>